Good morning. Your wake-up call number 82. Your own on-off button. Now in this book from Chris McDonald, it's the second time that I read something that when I read it the first time made a huge impression on me. In fact, such a huge impression that I didn't really believe it. And it was in the book The Joy of Movement, written by Kelly McGonigal, which I can highly recommend. But now now I've read it again. This time it is said by a professor and neuroscientist called Daniel Wolpert. And I'm quoting, We have a brain for one reason and for one reason only. And that is to be able to perform flexible and complex movements. There are no other reason for our brain. I don't know really what I believed up till now, but probably something about that it was our brain was for thinking. And perhaps movement also include some kind of thinking. Thinking so that we can actually get into movement. But after I have read this chapter, I'm starting slowly to understand why. And perhaps it is really on on high time that we start using our highly developed thinking to think about how we can create more movement in our lifestyle. At the same time, the psychiatrist and professor John Ray. John Ratey from Harvard University says, and I'm quoting again, if a body hasn't been moving during the last hour, our brain believes there's nothing to learn here. In other words, our brain becomes slobby, unattentive, if we sit down for more than an hour. Now, I have long known what Chris is also writing about, that sitting is called the new smoking. In other words, that we should actually forbid sitting. But I'm slowly starting to realize why. Our brain's purpose is that we move. And that's why we thrive when we move. Our brain is actually Uh, giving us feel-good hormones when we move, rewarding movement. Now, this knowledge alone should actually revolutionize our working space, no matter if it's at home or if it's in the office. How can we actually allow ourselves to neglect, neglect neglect this knowledge which is actually available for all of us today. And now you probably realize what the first of four tips that I have for you this week about movement movement that Chris McDonald is giving us. Yes, if you are that unfortunate, I could almost say that you have a, an office job or a job where you are driving a lot, some kind of job where you are sitting down, you need to get up and move at least once an hour. 
Chris McDonald doesn't write anything about how long time or how much movement, but I have started practicing getting up after one hour and move for five to ten minutes. And I have to invent some kind of movement. I don't have a colleague on the fourth floor that I can run up to, or I can't run down to the kitchen and get a cup of tea or something. So I have to come up with some kind of movement. And I've actually started to make a little exercise on my yoga mat or go down in the basement and take the stairs a couple of times. So that's the first tip you get from me this week. You have to move when you've been sitting down for one week. I don't know if I have the room, the space to talk about all the health benefits that movement has here in my wake-up call this week. So today I will give you the shortest and most important version. There is simply no single biological mechanism or system in your brain or in your body that is not positively affected by exercise. And if we could put the positive effects of exercise into a pill, you would, you would pay a lot for that pill. Movement is a sort of magic bullet, as Chris calls it. When it comes to improvement of our physical and mental well-being, and there will be no pill ever that comes even close to the positive effects that exercise can do for you. Exercise is your unbutton to all of the systems that regulate your well-being. And in reverse, a sitting life is the off button to all the systems that regulates your well-being. So you decide if your health and your well-being is on or off. <laughs> 